Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, November 16th, 537 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. December corn futures down six and a quarter at 660 and a half. January soybeans down 11 and three quarters at 1445 and a half. December Chicago wheat down 21 and a quarter at 807. December Kansas City wheat down 16 at 947. December spring wheat down 13 and a quarter at 960 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Ratings and reviews, very much welcome. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Leave me a comment. If you have some weather updates, yield updates, basis updates, any sort of opinion on anything that I say here, drop it in the comments. Those comments go a really long way in terms of helping YouTube to help me to grow this channel. Appreciate it as always, guys. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. Yesterday, I did a fairly detailed video in regard to uh, Brazil weather, Argentina weather, crop prospects and a couple things on the demand side also uh, this is going to be a big deal for the markets as we move uh, into the winter months here if you guys are interested in this sort of content sign up today there's new stuff every single day new video every business day uh, 50 bucks a month cancel at any time no other fee no other obligation nobody will try to sell you anything else i promise a missile killed two people in Poland yesterday, resulting in fears of a NATO-Russia escalation. So initially, this was yesterday, like right before the grain markets closed, like in the last hour of trading. It was reported that a missile landed in Poland. It killed two people. The original thought was that it originated from Russia, that Russia was firing on Poland. And if that had been the case, and we don't know for sure as of right now, if that had been the case, that's like how World War III starts, essentially. Poland is a NATO country. Uh, NATO, the United States, they have vowed to protect, quote, every inch of NATO territory. So if it was confirmed, in fact, that Russia was firing on Poland, all bets are off and there could be a full-blown uh, war in Europe. Now, it doesn't look like that's the case. This thing has de-escalated since then. President Biden told allies that the missile was a Ukrainian defense weapon, according to a NATO source. Earlier, Biden said it was unlikely that the missile was fired from Russia. When asked if it was too early to say if the missile was fired from Russia, Biden said this, there is preliminary information that contests that. I don't want to say that until we completely investigate it, but it is unlikely in the lines of the trajectory that it was fired from Russia, but we'll see. NATO leaders are going to hold some sort of emergency meeting today in order to discuss the topic. So what happened initially is the grain markets rallied sharply on this, on, on even the slim prospect that you're going to get into like a NATO, Russia, World War III type situation, because that's what this could easily result in. And why is that bullish the grain markets? Um, this next graphic is, is pretty much sums it up. Russia and the European Union are the two top uh, exporters of wheat in the world. So if you've got a war essentially between Russia and the European Union or throw NATO in there or whatever, you'd see a massive disruption to wheat exports and grain flows uh, to the world. So that's why the market spiked, but we're back lower this morning. 
I don't know if the markets, I don't know if traders ever actually believed like fully that this was going to turn into a World War III scenario. If they believe that, I mean, wheat would have been up the limit. The stock market would have been off sharply. The stock market traded higher like through all of this. It backed off a little bit. Um, I, the markets are good signals typically of like uh, what's happening or what the perception is. And I think the perception is, yeah, there was a chance that of an escalation, but I don't know if they ever actually believed it fully. The situation could change. I don't know what the, I don't know what Biden will say next. I don't know what NATO is going to uh, say in this meeting. But for the moment, this thing has de-escalated. It's not a World War III situation, uh, and that's why the markets are back lower here this morning. So a very short-lived rally in the grain markets as a result of this whole deal uh, late yesterday. Russia says it wants no disruption of global food security efforts, and it has signaled that it would allow Ukrainian grain to flow from ports. Uh, Russia spoke in favor of the grain deal extension at the G20 on the condition that supplies to poorer countries are controlled. Moscow said early this morning that Russia had seen certain progress toward its concerns. Putin uh, may actually hold talks with Turkey's president as early as today, could be within the hour. This may have updated by the time you guys uh, see this or listen to this. So you got some additional headlines probably forthcoming here. This existing grain deal, of course, expires Saturday. It's almost certainly going to be extended and possibly expanded to include additional Ukrainian ports. We just don't know the details, but this uh, appears to be going in the right direction. Inflation on the wholesale side was cooler than expected in October. The government released monthly producer price index or PPI data yesterday. PPI is essentially uh, inflation on the wholesale side, where CPI is inflation at the consumer level. PPI rose 0.2% in October. Uh, that was below trade expectations of 0.4. We've got an annualized increase of 8% in October in the PPI. The expectation was 8.4. That was the lowest annualized monthly print since July 2021. The services component of the measure actually declined by one-tenth of a percentage point, and that was the first such decline since November of 2020. So paired with a cooler-than-expected CPI print last week, more market watchers and traders are leaning toward the idea that inflation has, in fact, peaked. And if that's the case, it's friendly, the stock market, um, because it'll... Uh, essentially allow the Fed to ease its rate hike cycle. It's probably premature for any of that, but markets tend to react quickly. And uh, for the moment, it looks like we're on the backside of inflation and that could change. It could all change with just, you know, another month's report. Uh, one month's worth of data is probably not enough uh, to establish a trend, but some people are leaning that way. Uh, we had a NOPA crush report yesterday, a strong crush number, but as expected, 184.5 million bushels of soybeans crushed by NOPA members in October. That was up 17% versus September, uh, up marginally versus the same month last year. This is pretty normal stuff. October is typically one of the strongest months of the year when it comes to uh, soybean crush here in the United States. Processors increase activity as harvest soybean deliveries arrive at plants. USDA projects that U.S. processors or crushers will account for 51% of all soybeans grown uh, or all demand for uh, soybeans grown in the United States this year. So this is something you, have, you absolutely have to pay attention to. Uh, crush is, is more than half of your demand base. Water levels on the Mississippi River have improved. Levels near Memphis have increased by more than six feet after recording record lows uh, back in October. Government projections indicate some additional improvement over the next uh, week or so. So this has resulted in maybe a little bit of optimism regarding U.S. exports, sales, shipments, all of that. Precipitation uh, over the next week or so is really going to be lacking. Looks like you've got some snow this morning over parts of maybe Iowa, Illinois. 
I don't know if this is going to amount to much. Uh, the next seven days, there's really not much in terms of uh, expected accumulation really anywhere in the country. Uh, plains still really dry and drought stricken. The Corn Belt's dry as well. Um, six to 10 is kind of a mixed bag. So there's not like a ton of rain in sight and we need rain for a lot of reasons, but the uh, river situation, rain or snow or precipitation, but the uh, river situation has improved, which is uh, certainly a positive. The cattle market was mixed yesterday. Feeder cattle traded sharply lower. I think just on that uh, corn rally would be my guess. There was some cash trade, uh, light trade, at 154 in Nebraska, which would be up a buck from last week. I don't know if that's enough to establish a trend. U.S. dollars a little bit lower this morning. The stock market's about flat. The Dow's up like 10 points. Uh, bonds are up a little bit. Gold's up nine bucks. Crude oil is also near unchanged, 86.83 in the, in the uh, December WTI. Have a great day, guys. I will talk to you Thursday.